0: Okay, ready one two three that was right on it we're right, right on, on
1: baby all uh, right welcome to another edition of the spooky succubus cast starring abby and rebecca um after a long absence we came back in strong with a ba- badly badly recorded um, little monsters, in which I was inadvertently using my Mac audio, so hopefully this is a little cleaner. Um, but it's great to be here with you, beautiful people.
0: Um, I mean, you know, we all have our hurdles and our crosses to bear. We'll be fine, you know. I you do have to, think one that time. Um,
1: GarageBand has been both of our hurdle from pretty much the beginning of this podcast, and it has remained a hurdle for us collectively.
0: <laughs> Um, I don't know anything about anything, ever. Period. Full stop. Period. The end. So, what are you going to do about it?
1: Here's what I'm going to do about it.
0: Kill. <laughs> uh, Thank you.
1: So we Your are. Your burps are so
0: like. They're not. I've never heard you do a drawn out burp. They're always like. Burp.
1: They're staccato burp. because of my seltzer intake. You know. <laughs> if I'm eating, and they come eating, out little
0: you know, like, ah, bubbles.
1: Ah, ah. I like a, <laughs> the Bee Gees, but if I'm eating and drinking a seltzer, that's when I'll do some like more robust, drawn-out burps. Um, yeah, so next time that happens, I'll be sure to hit that record button so I can get yeah, you I hear an that. inside scoop. <sighs> so we are the Spooky Suckiness cast, an anti-racist, anti-capitalist marxist anti-cop intersectional feminist podcast about horror movies we hate cops we hate abusive dickhead men that happen to be self-exiled poets um from england
0: lord Um, byron can jump off a cliff yeah i'm so glad he died of (laughs) bloodletting
1: what a dumb way to die (laughs)
0: honestly what an idiot there were Um, uh,
1: a lot more leeches in this movie than i noticed on my first viewing um so fun fact today we're talking about gothic ken russell's 1986 retelling of the summer that um percy by shelley and mary godwin later mary shelley author frankenstein uh spent at lord byron's estate in um switzerland And it's the summer where Mary Shelley came up with the idea to write Frankenstein, and this was a liberal retelling, um, but it was star-studded, and golly, I thought it was really fun. You know, I don't recall what I was going to point, what point I was going to make when I started this.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, Something about, something about, who knows? I don't know. I also, what's his face, John Polidori? Paul, how do you say it? I
1: don't know. Polidori. Oh, a.k.a. Polidori.
0: Wormtail.
1: Oh, he's just so um, weird. looking. Timothy
0: Spall, poor guy. He has a strange-looking face. But and this during this after this, the Haunted Summer, as you know, literary. Tis nerds call to, it is referred to. Yeah. Uh, not only did Mary Shelley write Frankenstein, but John Polidori wrote Vampire, which later right. influenced Bram Stoker to write Dracula. That's why we get Posh.
1: That's how we have Anne vampires. Rice. Vampires. So all, that's why we have Anne Rice. It's all from this round little man at a villa in Switzerland one summer.
0: All because he really wanted to fuck Lord Byron. So you know, like that's bad. really like, Wait, that's why we have. Wait, do you think that's have, how, why Anne Rice
1: is so homoerotic too? Do you think that's like, this is zero? where it
0: started? Wow. Yeah, vampires are inherently homoerotic.
1: And you heard it here
0: first. We have leeches to thank for that because there's a lot of references to leeches being like bloody phalluses, and
1: mm. there's a lot of dicks. I could live without um, it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't. We have to, unfortunately, talk about Orientalism today, um, Uh. covert abuse. It's going to be a big one. So um, I did do a cursory Google search of Ken Russell's filmography, which reveals (laughs) an interest in kind of the gothic and romantic that really kind of hinges on putting young virginal women into weird power dynamics with gross men. Um, So that's like kind of the baseline we're starting from here. So, this movie stars Gabriel Byrne, who Real Ones will know as the sexy German professor from the 1994 Little Women, starring Winona Ryder. Julian Sands, who Real Ones will know as um, the doctor from Arachnophobia.
0: Uh, Arachnophobia, the greatest film of all time.
1: (laughs) Natasha Richardson, who Real Ones will know as Elizabeth Banks from... Um,
0: the Parent Trap. The
1: Parent Trap, and then uh, along with a young Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. Who, <laughs> if you thought being younger made him more like visually appealing, uh, it didn't. And then wrong. we have. I think it's worse. It might be worse, honestly. Uh, yeah. And then we have a Helena Bottom Carter knockoff named Oh. Let me find her name. Gwiz. This isn't very. Feminine she
0: was haunted looking. She her eyes are so big, and as someone with big eyes, like they are freakishly no, are wide.
1: Uh, Miriam Sear. So, have you ever heard of thyroid eye disease? It's a disease where oh, your where they eyes can pop out. Bald. There's a real housewife of New York named Ramona Singer that I'm pretty sure has that uh, and Miriam Sear also may be suffering from thyroid eye disease. but again, I think you know it's the 90s. From
0: protruding eyes.
1: Helena Bottom Carter is really popular. Maybe they couldn't get her because that is just like the energy that um, that I had coming off of Miriam Sear. So let's get into it. Uh, so, we open on a tour group looking at Lord Byron's home where he exiled himself in Switzerland called Villa Diodati. Uh, he, they're like peeking at it with spyglasses from across the lake. Um, lots of scandalous behavior forced him to leave England, and a lot more scandalous behavior will happen at the villa before the night is out. Meanwhile, Percy Shelley, Mary uh, Godwin, who will soon be Mrs. Percy Shelley, And her stepsister Claire Claremont, which is stupid. It's a dumb name. What a
0: name! It's like Ben Bennington. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They arrive to see Lord Byron. There are some like rabid female fans waiting for Shelley, and they chase him down. So this really sets the tone for this movie. I was like a very so
0: confused weird
1: scene. So Byron's dogs like chase the girls off, and he runs ahead to the villa. Meanwhile, Mary is carrying all the luggage, like. Like Claire and Shelley are just like frolicking and having the time of their life, and she's like, like
0: yeah, encumbered with all of their luggage and okay and I'm emotional also confused, baggage, right? Am I right?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: for real. Uh, so they do. I have two things. They do make allusions to Percy and Claire like having a weird relationship, and Mary yeah. is like, like, like... jealous. Of right. that, because it seems like Percy will fuck anything on two legs, he, including so, the weird bird he picks up.
1: But he is giving big golden retriever energy in this, for sure. yeah,
0: golden retriever who's taken too many drugs for sure. Yeah, like but, if a
1: golden retriever was on laudanum, this is definitely what would happen,
0: <laughs> that's how they would behave. <laughs> but I'm also confused because, like, so in like the actual story that this is based on, like these actual people. Mary has a four month old son with her and then at a, we don't see it all, but they do like they do reference, make well, yeah. allusions to that having be, there being a baby wandering about this like haunted estate, but we never see it. And I am so confused. Like, who's so caring for this child?
1: In, it's with the nanny. So they say, yeah, but like, where are they? They rent it in real life. They rented a nearby like residence. But so they spent a lot of time at the villa, but they on the lake they rented, like, less than a mile away. So they would, like, yeah. stay over sometimes, and et cetera, et cetera.
0: Very horny. I don't know.
1: Very horny.
0: Yeah, they were too busy tripping balls and fucking each other to, there like, was a care about an fucking, infant. But um, yeah. this
1: movie was really homophobic because... Oh, yeah. I was like, the men are fucking each other. Just, like, show me. Just do it. Let There's me see also it. One point, Let me see the penis.
0: I mean... Spoiler alert, there's one point where This Percy movie came out in nineteen hundred
1: and eighty-six, so yeah, you're fine. Spoilers. No spoilers. By
0: thirty-five years. Um Did you just
1: hear Frankie's so, sneaky toy?
0: I did. <laughs> Sorry. Uh they kiss and it's like, be hot passionately kiss it should be like, like uh but it's gross, gross. but, but it's instead generic. I was like this is disgusting stop it is this be, when just they're because, covered in mud that might be part of the problem covered in yeah like mud and fecal matter and just like their energies are so unsexy like I none of these people in this movie I want to see kiss like not even when
1: Percy and Mary kiss is that they hot? have like the most chemistry but nobody like Percy and byron no chemistry
0: no chemistry um, claire
1: no. and lord byron no chemistry no. Uh, wormtail and anyone no chemistry except for his crucifix <laughs> he's like except his, for
0: the nail on the wall <laughs> he's <nail. got> some, <laughs> yeah it's just hard to believe that these with. people
1: are engaging in free love because i'm like you don't look like you want to have sex with each other like julian at sands and natasha richardson like i'm kind of Almost convinced, but not even really at all. No. yeah
0: and they're both yeah, they're both so pretty. But, but I yeah, like watching them kiss, also. they also kind of looks like siblings. Watching them kiss was not, and they kiss so much. I was like, I this is I, I don't. It's want like it. none of this honestly, is fun they to watch. Should down the
1: kissing a little because the runtime was just like slightly more. I feel like it could have come in at like an hour or
0: ten. You know. Yeah, I was. Like, I mean, I know you you like this movie a lot. I it felt like yeah. I, I said really off liked air. It. <laughs> I said off air. It, like, didn't really seem necessary that it exists um, to film history. Yeah, but I mean, let's let's keep going at it. I don't know.
1: Okay, so uh, they make it into the villa just as the storm rolls in. Byron appears. I I could sum up this movie in one word. It would be drapery
0: oh my god so much so drapery. much drapery. which feels accurate to the times honestly i guess but they were all tripping balls and lighting candles as like someone's gonna start a fire I know. in here
1: yeah percy does kind of set the barn on fire but no like they like make a big show of him knocking the lantern over but then nothing ever happens okay we'll get to that though <laughs> how does anyone listen to this we get so like, <laughs> tangential okay so um, Byron is openly hostile to Claire, but extremely horny for Shelley, who he calls Shiloh, and kind of predatory towards Mary. Um, Mary moves up the stairs where she meets a very creepy Dr. Polidori, again played by Wormtail, and a goat that like needs to be milked, like bordering on an animal Has abuse, like
0: <laughs> gigantic udders. Please like that, milk yeah, that, that goat. <laughs> that goat is uncomfortable.
1: So, Mary's like, I'm not sure about this. Uh, Immediately, they drink liquid laudanum. They don't start with wine or like sherry, laudanum immediately. And they head down to dinner. Lord Byron does a cryptic speech about embracing death while Claire chews on his finger. Uh, They discuss his exile, and Claire says it's because he's the devil and tries to kiss his cloven hoof, at which point he kicks her in the face. She hits her head on the fireplace grate. He pulls her up by her hair. And then calls her a stupid bitch. And she is like, let's play hide and seek.
0: I was like, this is where I'm out. Storm or not, like, I gotta go, dude. Mary Shelley is like, too good for this. Mary Shelley is
1: like, maybe I should say something. But this guy is clearly like having a psychotic break. So, I just think a lot of this movie is people that Watching
0: Lord Byron abuse people?
1: Yeah, and I feel like I recently read a book, um, and I left a rare Goodreads review, and I said, I know these people aren't real, but I really wish they'd gotten therapists so we didn't have to have this book. (laughs) And I feel like if these people had been born a little bit later where, like, psychiatric medications existed, maybe we wouldn't have Frankenstein. Who knows?
0: (gasps) Oh, my God. And then what would modern horror look like?
1: Yeah, that's so weird to think about, isn't it? Now I kind of want to read Frankenstein. I do have a copy kicking around.
0: Me too. Let's read Frankenstein.
1: Okay, let's do it. Okay.
0: Maybe we'll do a book
1: club if everybody, anybody wants to read with us. And we'll meet um, at this time. I'm writing it down so there we don't forget.
0: are no less than four books that we're supposed to be reading together. Um, okay, I know. I read one by myself because I couldn't wait for you okay um and the other two are sitting about
1: uh you read um the like house guest or whatever right the overnight guest i did
0: the overnight guest yeah
1: i'm still waiting for that from the library it's on hold okay so a (laughs) spreadsheet of our recs i know i said i would do that and i'll do it this week
0: it was. I liked it. It was a really quick read. It, w- it was uh, a page turner for sure. I definitely predicted the ending. I knew. Like, Brush my shoulder. I love. I live to predict how a book's going to end up, and I will read the last page anyway. So you know who's
1: really good at doing that is uh, Jocelyn. She can kind of predict, pr- predict the end of
0: any book. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, movies us. too, and Caesar hates it. He hates. Yeah, he hates. remember
1: when I like because okay, this is embarrassing for me, but my mind was kind of blown by malignant, and you predicted it within the first twenty minutes, and I was like, I'm so stupid.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and then see, this is what I do is like I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna happen, and then he's like, shut up, let me watch the movie, and I'm but like, this no, time I enjoy my life.
1: no okay so mary hides in a corner oh they're playing hide and seek to get us back on track mary hides in a corner with a suit of armor that just has a boa constrictor on it like fine um byron howls like a wolf and then he finds claire who's hiding in the cellar which i feel like there is not enough staff to keep this house up to par it's gross um meanwhile the staff is
0: Poorly treated. I feel no, so bad No, can
1: for you her. imagine having to be on staff in this house? The
0: chaos. Oh, my God.
1: Shelly finds a, class a racist sex automaton dressed in some offensive an orientalist cultural clothing. In the credits, it's t- credited as, like, a Turkish bot. I don't really know how to explain this thing, so I feel like we should put a brief video of it on the Instagram.
0: Basically, it's... I fucking hated it. I, when I came on, <laughs> I was like... My jaw dropped and I was, like, furious. I literally wrote,
1: I'm not sure how to reconcile what happens here in my brain. (laughs) So it's actually kind of dressed like an Armenian person because it's, like, technically Turkish. So it strips and, like, gyrates um, and has, like, you know, like, the drag queen chest plate on with, like, bedazzled Uh nipples. And then it like literally like thrust its entire lower half back and forth and has like a little painted on patch of pubes with like again a bedazzled heart. Of, like, heart on it. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, so that And happens. then he
0: immediately tries to touch its its bathing suit area and then. I know
1: and it's the bot is even like no it like slaps him away. Get the fuck away <laughs> from me. So uh, then Polidori heads to his room where he cuts himself on his crucifix and he's like why have you forsaken me god um and then mary ends up in the library where she's discovered by byron in like a demon mask and then they find shelly running around naked on the roof with his little butt out talking about like how lightning is the like wellspring of life or something frankie no digging ma'am oh they get him Um, back in and he's on a tear about his little
0: butt in the rain is so hilarious. So cute,
1: though. his little butt. <laughs> uh, so they get him back in and he's like, science, a lightning strike can generate life, galvanism. And then Byron pulls a book of ghost stories down and they read one about a monster trying to kill off like a family line. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. Polidori has planted leeches and the food is a prank. And then Shelley has some kind of like mental break and he goes to a literal like koi pond and splashes water on his face.
0: I don't know, those little fishes, all of the animals in here, the boa constrictor, who is caring for this, this why animal? Why is it like, there? I, yeah. Why? Is it safe? Those poor little fishes, who's Are the staff them? trained, like,
1: reptile experts? Like, what's going on?
0: There's, at one point, we see chimps or orangutans oh, yeah, or, towards like, the end. outside. I was like, where the fuck? Like, this doesn't, it just, I am feel bad for these poor animals. Yeah, same And the, here. these workers.
1: Sorry, Frankie's making himself a pillow fort on the couch if you can hear that. She likes to dig at the cushions, pop them it. all over, and then get underneath them.
0: <laughs> That's kind of cute. You're though.
1: so good. At least we're past the early days when she would just whine the whole time. Don't yeah. think you can start whining. Oh, she's so cute right now. I'm going to text you.
0: Um, so, you know, she's in her teenage or like childhood. She's, she's not like a She's almost a grown anymore. up now. She's a teenager.
1: Pre-teen. Fort. They grow up so fast, don't they? Alright, I'm texting this to you. So Claire suggests that they make their own ghost stories and then that just kind of stops for the moment and then they have an orgy. Uh, during the oh orgy, there's God. a scary tree shadow that appears and then outside an oak tree is struck by lightning in the yard. So that's fine.
0: Uh, so then they... This... <laughs> Again, I mean, I'm just going to talk about how unsexy everything is, but like... Uh Byron's getting a blow job from He looks Claire, very because he wants to have sex so with bored. men.
1: Um and then he's like jacking off Mary Shelley's leg, like
0: kind of slowly.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, then and, and then her and uh Percy are like having sex or something on the floor. I mean
1: they're not he's not thrusting. They just seem to kind of but be lying he,
0: there. He's naked and she still kind of has her dress on. And then fucking John is just sitting in a chair, like, like watching. It was so, so creepily, yeah. So creepy. And then like because it's storming outside, a tree gets struck by lightning, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's a God song. has forsaken us." Yeah, I, yeah. I god so is definitely
1: like forsaken this place. I'll tell you that much.
0: And the devil, he's like. You guys I don't want has, you have your, some problems <laughs> yeah. to sort out before I get Wait, involved. You
1: guys need to get it together, exactly. <laughs> so uh, then they d- they suddenly have a human skull um, that's just there, and they decide to have a séance um, where they're supposed to like conjure up their worst fears or whatever. Mary starts to feel faint and is escorted out by the good doctor, who she's like, "I lost a baby." Uh, and then they begin with claire calling up her deepest fear which has like lots of moaning and twitching and calling for like her parents uh then she falls down and has a seizure the others attend to her where byron just like creepily smiles it's upsetting so mary tells byron that claire has suffered from seizures in the past and he just like laughs and then mary's like fuck you dude um then she's over his bullshit Polidori and Byron have sex, but they don't show it on camera because Ken Russell's a fucking coward.
0: Um, I can't imagine either, either anyone wanting to have sex with either one of these people. But so I guess like they have to have sex with each other, you know? I they're terrible people.
1: Yeah, no, they're horrible. Um, they seem actually pretty well matched. Uh, then after they're finished, Byron calls in a sex worker called Justine to get naked and wear Byron's <sighs> sister Augusta's death mask while he cries and like clutches her. So, I felt so
0: bad for the sex worker. I she oh my there's god. There's no way she's the, paid enough. Her face is so like blank. sad yeah. and blank, and then she has to wear this yeah the death death mask of oh my god. I was
1: Byron was who? not a great guy. Yeah, not a winner.
0: But, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know how Ken Russell feels about the situation, because there are things, like, the way that Mary is portrayed is, like, she's the, our only, sor- like, source of sanity like reason, and yeah. and reason, and, yeah, Byron is, like, he seems like a pretty shitty person, so, like, hopefully this movie isn't on his side, I don't know. I can't but he really also, like tell, yeah. Yeah, then they also, like, give screen time to him in these, like, lengthy diatribes about nothing, and, like, it's just, so I'm like, do you really hate him? Because he seems pretty hateable. And I, I,
1: like, I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, crying while clutching a sex worker. Mary is rightly concerned about Claire's infatuation with Byron, but Shelly is not taking her seriously. Uh, meanwhile, Polidori is talking to his leeches and drinks some leech water. Um, so, Fecal water? Not sure. Um, Waste water? Mary has a little lie down in Claire's bed and falls asleep looking at The Nightmare by Henry Fuseli, which I, I think I incorrectly attributed to Goya in a previous podcast when I said was talking about Josh Gab being your sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then then in the best scene in the movie, she dreams that there's a little demon on top of her, which is hilarious, but it's just Claire, like, rolled over. Uh,
0: Her hair. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then she tries to fall back asleep, but there's an apparition outside. Percy finds her and said he'll go look for the ooky spooky apparition. Uh, Meanwhile, Claire reveals that she's pregnant with Byron's child. Shelly finds the barn door banging, and he checks it out, where he meets a monster, kind of falls through the floor, and then runs away, knocking over his lantern dramatically. But again, the barn does not burn down. Um, So I don't know what to say. Byron (laughs) finds... Did it it really happen? Yeah. Who knows? knows? Byron finds Shelly crying, and he says he needs to go to sleep, but Shelly's like, I have narcolepsy, okay? (laughs) And I'm afraid of being buried alive. Again, psychiatric medication. Um, uh-huh. Mary finds them just as Byron is trying to convince Shelley to leave Mary and be with him instead, saying, like, poets belong together or something. Uh, and then Mary later approaches Byron and asks if he loves Claire, and he reveals that um, Claire is carrying Byron's child. And he's like, Polidori can just give her an abortion, and Mary is scandalized. And then he says he knows that Mary, Shelley, and Claire all share each other and is um, – he accuses Mary of being jealous that Claire will steal him from her, and then they hit each other and then make out, and she leaves. So it's a upsetting scene.
0: I think I yeah I think um, if everyone in this movie could just admit that they're to themselves that they're gay, and yeah maybe go see a, a trained professional because John is a quote doctor but um, seems to have no medical training at all. Yeah.
1: Terrifying. Uh,
0: He's very scary. Yeah, this we would never have Frankenstein. All these people need help. Help. And Immediately. Sh- the, yeah. Uh, Byron
1: heads <laughs> down to the kitchen where he sees a pig's head on the ground, and then it appears to him as a bald Polidori, and then he it's goes to the bait. It's pretty funny. He goes to the, Miles. like, <laughs> oh, he looks so funny bald. It's, like, hilarious. Like, don't quit your day job of having hair, Timothy's ball. Um,
0: and if you do get a toupee
1: Yeah please Hair plugs don't wow. I can't deal with it uh, Then he gets drunk in the basement And hears uh, spooky noises And then he finds a mystery liquid Which he sticks his entire hand into uh, And this is not the first mystery liquid That we're going to encounter Okay
0: with. This mystery liquid Looks like semen
1: I think it's ectoplasm But Right
0: It sure. definitely
1: It looks like they Did Generate some jism for the purposes. It's, yeah, yeah, like
0: goop, like rain, like water, and, and, yeah, and come. And like a goop of some sort. It's, it's like really white. Yeah. It's Mary real, finds yeah,
1: uh, Percy in a bath trying to stay awake. And then comes probably my least favorite scene in the whole movie. I think you'll probably agree. Um, Byron goes to have sex with Claire. So he covers <laughs> her face. Goes Ugh. down on her, and then Polidori listens from the next room, like sweating profusely and stigmataing himself on a nail in the wall. And then Byron like comes up from like performing oral sex on Claire with a bloody mouth, which is meant to imply that he like somehow knew she would miscarry from the power of his tongue or something. It's
0: very gross. So weird. So I was like, I couldn't. I like covered my eyes because it was was so uncomfortable to watch. And then, yeah, like the face that John, that fucking Peter Pettigrew was making and the, and like the nail. And then he licked his bloody hand. I was like, oh. I feel like he shouldn't be allowed to be in movies anymore after this. (laughs) I mean,. Just because someone is not attractive doesn't mean they shouldn't be on our screen. I get that, and
1: I don't mean to be like ableist or you know put value in people's physical. Pretty. Yeah, but oh my god, why does he look like that? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's he's you know a little unfortunate looking. It's a real
1: drag. I kind of I feel bad. Like I'm sorry, your face looks like that. (laughs) Not what you wanted, I'm sure
0: he's doing better than us. So what do you? you yeah, know, like we're like al- he's do. a
1: white guy that was in the Harry Potter movies. like we're allowed to shit on him, you know. <laughs> okay, so another puddle of mystery liquid is discovered by Mary and Shelley. He says he smells decay. Things are definitely taking a turn. Um, Shelley runs to Claire when she cries out, and Mary gets upset because Byron got into her head. Uh, but then they are fine. I guess they reavow their eternal love and go on like a ghost hunt. Um, <laughs> Mary finds Polidori bleeding from a neck wound. Everyone is pretty sure the place is haunted, but Byron's like, "You guys are crazy." Um, Shelley believes they accidentally like generated a creature that is all of their worst fears combined in flesh and blood. And then they re- all reveal what they saw during the séance. Mary wants her baby back. Shelly saw breasts with eyes, which he keeps talking. Oh he, like, won't God. stop talking about the breasts with eyes. <laughs> and then Polidori is afraid of God because he's gay. So Claire is still at large, but Shelly then finds her on the pool table with none other than breast eyes, um, eyes in her breasts. And then Mary- <laughs> it's really weird. Practical effects. like, at first I was, like... <laughs>
0: That didn't sound scary, like breasts with eyes. I was like, Shut It actually up,
1: what it's like Percy, a, nip, but a blinking nipple. It's, I didn't love it. It was
0: the wrinkliness that really got me. Yep. The wrinkliness it around it was like the exactly
1: the right midpoint between an eyelid and a nipple to the point where it was like, ew, it was scary. Yeah, it was I gotta say, gross. I didn't love it. I, yeah,
0: I was like, okay, yeah, I see what you're afraid of, purse.
1: Percy Poo. Uh, Mary's, like, done with this, so she ends up running through a plate glass window, which doesn't improve the situation.
0: <laughs> but, I was like, this what? is, like, a ridiculous. Like,
1: Byron's like, we have to put the monster back in our brains to get rid of it. And everyone is like, I don't want to do that, except for uh, Shelly, who's like, yeah, yeah, golden retriever, yeah. Um. <laughs> So Polidori has cracked and heads out to the barn in his undies to hang himself, but he unfortunately didn't tie the rope to anything that would make him hang himself, so he just kind of falls. And then uh, he sees a ghostie ride right away on a horse. Byron and Shelley are still trying to convince Mary to repeat the seance and banish their brain creature, but she's like, no. Um, Claire is still running around doing her Claire thing, but they eventually find her in the cellar covered in mud with a rat in her mouth um Byron says immediately like yeah we have to do like a mud covered skull ritual to get rid of this creature <laughs> it's
0: like yeah the skull ritual is like everyone has sex in the mud like that yeah. that's what he wants
1: Mary is like you are a fucking asshole like I've had enough but they do their mud ritual anyway while Claire swings back and forth on an iron door which like really made me laugh and then suddenly oh <laughs> suddenly they all know the correct chant to do this mud ritual. Like, I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <sighs> Mary yeah.
1: is like, this is bananas. So she smashes the skull and picks up a fragment to stab Byron. But then Shelly protects him and, like, kisses him really, really deeply. And she's like, what? So she leaves. She hallucinates that her son William uh, is speaking to her. When she opens the door, she sees a vision of him in a co- coffin. And then she's trapped in this like antechamber where there's like a bunch of rooms off of it. So she looks behind each door. She sees herself giving birth to a stillborn baby, a vision of dead Polidori, which was also really scary because it was like a wax figure of him with no clothes on. Oh being my dead. God.
0: And the cockroaches coming out of his Heck. mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She
1: sees Percy drowning, uh, Claire being kept by Byron from attending her child's funeral. Byron dying calling out Augusta's name covered in leeches and then she tries to throw herself from the balcony to change like the future or whatever. She's like I'm the catalyst but then Percy's like no and he stops her. She knows the creature will eventually get them all but the next morning she joins the gang in the garden anyway. Uh, She says her story will be about a creature hunting his creator to the grave. In the contemporary era, aka nineteen eighty six, a tour group is told of how all that Mary saw that night came true. And then the final shot is a just dead baby in the lake for uh, no reason that I can understand.
0: It felt almost I had Friday the thirteenth vibes as like there's a there's a child who deserved better floating dead in the water. Sure. What are you
1: gonna do? Yeah, sure. Great, great stuff.
0: Um yeah, this movie. I don't know the whole time. Yeah, my brain took a little vacation at some points, like when Shelly was in the barn. I was, I was gone. I was out.
1: It was actually camp. really funny. It was like, a, <laughs> it was kind of like in Silence of the Lambs when they find the head in the limo.
0: <laughs> oh my god! It was just
1: like a little creature being like. <sighs> Honestly, anytime um, Shelly was on screen, I was giggling because he was just so. Goofy and like golden retriever, very as. goofy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Julian Sands, I, I don't know. I he did a good job. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess like it's right like golden retriever energy. What he was trying
1: to accomplish, but he accomplished something for sure. You know, he got
0: there, he was more enjoyable than the other characters. I, I do think that Natasha Richardson since Richardson, just Richardson, Richards. RIP. Richardson. She died.
1: Yeah, it I was never actually know. extremely tragic. She uh, <gasps> she was in a skiing accident and she got a concussion, but she walked away from it fine and everybody thought she was okay. And then I think she had like a brain aneurysm a few like days or weeks later and died really suddenly. <gasps> and his oh. her husband Liam Neeson was like,
0: "No." Wow, may may she rest in peace. I think about I, her a
1: lot because I mean obviously the parent trap was like a huge deal for me as a, a child. Uh
0: I was never really I never really was into the parent trap. Honestly, it was really iteration. goofy because
1: they were like we look exactly the same but like we can't be related except that they both had um their peanut like peanut butter oreos, remember that?
0: I do I have seen it a couple times I think. Uh, I remember Lindsay Lohan's British accent pretty vividly. <gasps> so bad, so bad. Uh, but it wasn't like I never, I didn't. It wasn't like a huge deal to me. But I just watched *Made in Manhattan* the other day, and oh. Natasha Richardson is in it.
1: What does she do in like, that movie?
0: She, she plays. Uh, she's like a bad rich person. No. Um, yeah, but I think she did a great job. I think she was the best actor in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Year. Like, she's really
0: believable. Uh And she yeah, did a good job of, like, anchoring it while still, like, um, being believable as, like, seeing ghosts and apparitions and being scared. Uh, yeah, I thought she was really, way.
1: I thought she was really good, too. Um, I think, I mean, I actually liked Julian Sands in this movie. Like, he was so I thought he did pretty funny. good, but... Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was. I've also. I'm. I haven't seen a lot of um, his oeuvre, so I don't. I mean, all I know him from is. Wait, I thought it was just uh, this and
1: Arachnophobia. That's arachnophobia.
0: Whole... The worth the. I think I hated that movie more than I've ever hated any movie. Yeah, I actually life. really hated I, that movie too. Um, which is so confusing because I used to like it. I, oh,
1: nice. like, same thing, like, I know we're not talking A about arachnophobia child. right now, but I remember being like, that movie is so good, and now I'm like, huh?
0: Um, horrific, yeah.
1: Pretty bad. Horrifically um, bad. So, obviously, it's really racist. Um, It's Eurocentric. Mm. It's like, they even shit on, like, the Swiss, so it's extremely xenophobic. They're like, the Swiss are shitty, and I'm like, the British are, like, the biggest... Colonizing force that ever Existed in the western world and subjugated Millions and millions of people Of color and like Perpetuated the transatlantic Slave trade past a time when it was like Way too late to be cool with that Um so I don't know Like no sorry you're not That great England
0: He so Lord Byron Does at one point say the devil And God are both Englishmen Um but like Shut the fuck up I don't like
1: Yeah, like, first of all, they they don't even exist. And if they did, they would totally not be Englishmen. They would be, like... Puffs of... Puffs of, like, air. air. Yeah, they would be, like, your mystery goo. I mean, come on.
0: (laughs) Your ectoplasm They would be Alanis
1: Morissette in Dogma.
0: You in Dogma. I do love how much you love Dogma. I love Dogma. I, yeah, I don't... I I don't even. I think the belly dancing bot. I thought it was going to be a person under there. There was a person Um, under there. Didn't you see how? I mean, in the film.
1: But didn't you see how badly they like painted the lines to make it look like a bot on the hands? It was hilarious. But yeah, it's like there was a white bot also, but making like a bot, a sex robot, have such a prominent place and clearly be a person of color like with Uh the cultural markers of turkey armenia like you know eurasia and the swana region in general is like extremely dehumanizing racist and xenophobic for sure and i just there was like pretty much no reason to put it well as you said the movie doesn't really need to exist anyway but the sex turkish sex spot definitely didn't need to be there it did nothing to move the plot forward. It was just like for a shock value. And it was
0: so early on, like it was the first twenty minutes. Even the way they like the changed
1: m- the music to be this sort of like pseudo, like down, 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 It wasn't yeah. even like anything you would hear in Turkey. It was like this catch-all kind of like chord progression that Western movies use to kind of like denote like the orient so to speak it's like the same like Mm -hmm. little ditty you would hear in 16 candles when long duck dong comes on screen you know
0: (laughs) yeah that like sort of thing uh and i yeah for no reason for just to be like a weird little like opportunity for uh percy shelley to like try to I don't know, touch us like a sex bot. That's what it was about. I know it was very strange. Yeah. It was supposed uh, to be like lighthearted, I think, and like funny, but it's funny. I, it wasn't funny. I didn't, I no, I, I didn't find it and to be funny either. But, that's like all the rest of these people, because it's set on an estate in the 18 early 1800s like everyone is white and like talk about class the way they treat the servants the way that the even the movie treats the servants
1: extremely classist for sure Yeah.
0: yeah and they like don't they you know are seen in contrast to like this frenetic uh psychotic break that all the residents of the state are having but so like they're just trying to go about and do their jobs like do we see them shucking peas and milking that poor goat and like setting out tea and shit and then they we have they have to be like encumbered with claire running about the house naked screaming and, and she like, 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 just,
1: like she's like my existence and like my game is more important than the work you're doing so like she feels immediate ownership over the space that the servants should really be like able to experience the safe space where they're you know like right. allowed to just, just like to relax work. yeah exactly um and she's like she it's like sort of like having a kink and then taking your kink out into the world and kind of being like hey you're gonna participate in this without knowing you know like
0: you know oh what i mean No, yeah, that's true. It's like like, I saw this. I don't give a shit about your consent or.
1: I saw this Reddit "Am I the asshole?" where this woman was like, "My husband is awesome. I love him, but he has a kink for like pissing his pants." And I saw that. Yeah, he's like, she's like, my parents don't want him to come around anymore because he just keeps pissing his pants and he won't like wear diapers or like control it. And it's like, yeah, like and he has to
0: announce it.
1: He has to say
0: like, "I pissed my pants." Yeah,
1: you like putting unknowing participants in your pants pissing kink, like you have to find people that are cool with it and like willing to roll with that. Or you're like, yeah, like it's non-consensual. It's like sort of the same thing. It's like we're doing a thing and you have to be involved because your like class status puts you in a position where you can't say no to me essentially, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That thing, I still think about that pants pissing Reddit thing.
0: I just saw another one. It was on TikTok of this woman who this guy on an airplane air dropped a picture of his penis. <gasps> to I saw that too. And then she called him out on it, and she late. And then she was like, "I think it was his kink." And I just fucking played right into it. But then, like, like he getting got arrested out was his and kink
1: got too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and he like got arrested because he air dropped it to a child sitting right behind him. Um, it's so bonkers. But yeah, that's disgusting. What is? And, with yeah, men? it's not like. What is with men, honestly? And I mean, I don't like to kink shame anyone as long as your kink is between. No, but it has to be between consenting adults. And if your kink is not consent, then that's it's not valid. You're not not allowed to do that. Exactly.
1: Like you, nobody is saying like you shouldn't be able to participate in whatever your kink is. It's just you can't do that if the people around you haven't consented or are unknowing participants. Like that's extremely fucked up.
0: And uh, Claire's kink definitely seemed like screaming. Um, and I think like pain, yeah, and like pain, subjugation.
1: Yeah. But also, I think if we say like that's Claire's kink, that sort of <laughs> invalidates like the power imbalance that she's existing in because she's a young woman. They really had, like, they the real people had this relationship where he was, like, extremely abusive towards her. They did conceive a child, and then he cut her out of the child's life. So, yeah, like, maybe Claire gets something out of this relationship, but even if she is, like, she does have a kink or she has, she's consenting to this relationship, there's a natural power imbalance that can't be reconciled because he is an abuser, and he also is abusive to Mary, and to Polidori, less so to Shelley, but, like, they are not consenting, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's just really, like, nasty. And it's really nasty when you realize, like, this isn't that far outside of the ghosts. Like, the way that um, that Byron acted isn't really, like, that far from what his character was
0: like, you know? I don't, like, the... Uh, I think the way that, the, like, the misogyny in this movie is... Like, we are meant to be on Mary's side, right? And Mary is seen as, like, intelligent and, like, has her wits about her and strong. But then Claire is portrayed as, like, um, erratic and, like, a weird, sexy baby and, right. like, pathetic. And, like, and... they have to
1: chase her around to kind of, like, correct her mistakes because right. that's just Claire, right?
0: And then of course the emotional burden of caring for Claire and then showing Claire any sort of compassion, it falls to Mary because the men don't give a shit about her. Or
1: like Including the man that has
0: impregnated her.
1: Or Shelley does, but his like his affection for her is sort of like it is like contingent on their kind of like engaging in this free love dynamic like does he care for her as a person or as a sexual partner who he wants to like basically sustain their sexual partnership and doesn't really care about her personhood or her pregnancy or whatever like the only person that is looking out for her in a real way is um is Mary. mary and then even mary who like she speaks to dr polidori like really vulnerably about her, like, loss of her pregnancy, and then the second that he can betray that confidence and tell Byron, who he's in love with, he's like, she wants her baby yeah. back. And Mary's like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> you know?
0: And I think, like, I don't... I just... I don't know. I think that... um Percy's love, love is very, very narcissistic. narcissistic. I think that he is really only concerned with himself. He's putting Mary through, Mary and Claire through, because he invited Claire on the trip through this because he wanted to be with Byron, even if he's not reciprocating the romantic feelings that Byron has for him. Well, he I think still wanted it's to more be about in his like, presence, yeah, because more he's about, intelligent,
1: whole, like, and like the validation yeah. that he gets from him, right? Like. Yeah, like him constantly telling his brilliance and like his attractiveness and his impact. Yeah, and I think like outside of just the, oh, I just knocked the mic. Sorry, outside of the constraints of this movie, like the way that the world talks about like Lord Byron and Percy by Shelley versus Mary Shelley. Like, you know, Mary Shelley wrote one of like the greatest foundational texts that has ever existed to contribute to the horror genre. But to this day, there's still like questions about the authorship because she was married to Percy Shelley, who was also an author. So people are like constantly doubting whether she actually wrote the text, um, and there like many people attribute it to Shelley. So I think, yeah, there's just like no safe space for women in this narrative, and yeah. it's uh, kind of like a drag. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be cool if Mary and Claire just murdered everyone in the end? That would have been great.
0: Would have been great, she would have changed the future that way. Uh, I also don't appreciate uh, Pomodori being like ashamed of his homosexuality. Oh, yeah, like, like a like, closeted Catholic like, constant, gay man. Give me a point. Oh, god, yeah, seriously. his constant like fear and apologies to God. I was like, just stop. Like, I it just felt really contrived gross especially in the 80s it was like i don't know we're in the midst of the aids crisis is this really the way you want to portray homosexuality and like relationships between men like not only is lord byron abusing him and like not taking his feelings into account but like sex like having sex with him and then abusing him physically and mentally and then making pomodori feel bad about it internally and but still be this sort of weird simp to byron because yeah so
1: whack oh my god he it's very strange he killed himself when he was only 25 oh that's brutal yeah Yeah.
0: and it's really sad and i I think like this movie makes a fucking mockery of like his uh, probably depression related to like not being able to express himself and eventually, it freely, like yeah. led
1: to his suicide. But you still are like watch him have like several suicide attempts on screen, and it's supposed to be like funny. Like, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they make it. They turn him to like this pathetic clown. Yeah, like, this menacing clown. Yeah, I don't. I don't appreciate that. No,
1: and then, this whole like characterization was really disgusting. You don't mind that I'm drawing while we talk to you?
0: No, um, I just. And I don't think this movie does enough to, like, really point out, like, yes, we see Byron, like, openly abusing people, but I don't, like, I still don't know where, like, where Ken Russell's allegiance lies. Like, do you also see Byron as a piece of shit that yeah. he is? Or... And, like,
1: I guess that also points to the question, like, what is the responsibility of a creator in a situation like this? When, like, can you be neutral about material where the like protagonist that you've created is a known like rapist abuser subjugator of women and men in their like sexual relationships like how can you take a neutral tack like this and just make it like a camp fun like crazy romp you know like both things are possible you could have had all this like whack content and still been like actually he was a fucking dick like there was enough liberties with what the actual story looked like that he could have gotten murdered i'm just saying he could have died
0: and uh, at the end you know after we see all of this take place then at the end she sits down to drugged tea with everyone like everything is fine like yeah we, we just witnessed As she atrocities like,
1: betrayed by her partner like who traumatized traumatized like brutalized by these gross nasty men like yeah she's like oh, i'm fine
0: well no you're not yeah. You're not fine, and like the things that he says. The there's a there's a point um, when him and Mary are yelling at each other. Um, she's at, she says, "How does it feel to fuck with your own sister?" And then he says, "As pathetic as with any female." Yeah, that was like, pretty
1: nasty. Uh, uh,
0: what? I don't know. Like, yeah, sir, just... sir, are you okay? Um, and she yeah makes allusions to him raping anyone. And Men, I mean, women, like, I boys. guess, yeah,
1: is Claire like even of legal age when this so
0: happens? in real life, Mary Goodwin was 18 and Claire, her stepsister was, I think, 17. That's She's like crazy. not quite a year younger than her. But yeah, 17. I don't know how old. Lord Byron was. Too but. old for that. I think Shelley was like 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah. And Pomodori was barely 19.
1: That's at the so time. crazy. Like I feel mm-hmm. like yeah that's something that this movie really gets wrong is that Polidori was also like a sexual assault victim in this scenario. Yeah. And there was also. This a, isn't
0: the first time. He's coded
1: as like so creepy and disgusting and like lascivious and he was just, like, a depressed victim of a really powerful man, and that's wrong,
0: you know? So, I think Byron was, let's see, he died in 1824 at 36. This is, what, 1816? So he was 28.
1: That's so crazy. They all look like they're 50, and honestly, they probably all <laughs> did look like they were 50 when it was happening. <laughs> at the
0: time? Yeah. They, they took too much laudanum, you know, like... I... Literally. I don't know. Um Should we talk about the motherhood trope? Yeah. Having a uterus, it'd be a problem. It's a problem. So
1: Mary Shelley actually did suffer from, like, I think she had four children and only one of them survived past infancy, which is, like, absolutely awful that that happened to her. But... It's also, like, not the only identifier of her experience. And it was kind of, like, yeah, like, like you said before, that she's, her whole, like, character arc is driven by her experience of motherhood, which is tragic. Like, she gave birth to a stillborn child, I think, like, just mere months before this happened. And she has William, who eventually does die, which she, like, foresees. And Mm -hmm. also she's forced to mother Claire. So she has, like, no real agency beyond, like, the stalwart mother figure that is, like, you know, trying to be the voice of reason while also considering, like, her position and her identity as a mother within this situation she's in. And I thought it was pretty, like, badly done. Um, I don't know how you feel. I assume you agree with me.
0: Uh, I always agree with you. But I think <laughs> uh, I do, you know, the story of Frankenstein is a lot about, like, creation, um yeah, there's definitely subtext of parenthood, motherhood right.
1: in that novel, but it's not so, like, ham-fisted as it was in this movie, right. you know? Like, you're literally seeing her, like, four-year-old in a coffin, like, and then this scene where you see, like, two babies, one of them recently dead, one of them is a skeleton, and she's, like, sitting there next to them, just, like, staring at them. It's kind of, like... <sighs>
0: you know and i and she yeah as a complex a character uh or as complex as a figure as mary shelley is like she was uh shelley's mit- mistress before she was her his wife like he left harriet his wife at home who later killed herself to be with mary yeah. and like she's a brilliant like literary mind but like a complex figure and we see none of that in this movie yeah like in her relationship with her own mother mother,
1: like who was a brilliant feminist but then died in childbirth like i think they make one quick reference to it which was like oh when my mother died they had to like have puppies come and like suck the excess breast milk or whatever which was like did you have to do that it seems like not necessary but sure (laughs) um Yeah, I think they, like, they boil it down to the most, like, base elements, which is, like, death, like, destruction, the sort of grotesque, like, the puppies and the dead baby bodies and shit. They don't, like, explore it with any nuance. I mean, it's not like I expected this movie to do that, but, like, damn, it was ham-fisted, like I said.
0: It was also, like, like, in recounting this summer... Uh, Mary said that like she would often listen to Byron and Percy talk without giving any of her own input like she was forced to listen to these two men like jack each other off all day every day all day long and then she wrote the greatest novel of any of them like she was the best writer amongst them and was and then culturally people were
1: like actually I'm pretty sure Percy Shelley wrote that and she was like no, like, he edited it because Fuck he's, like, you. a trusted confidant. Yeah, and also, like, how they all were writing writing their stories, writing their novels or whatever, and she was like, I would dread going downstairs because I didn't have anything yet. And it was just, like, this very right. weird pissing contest. And then she ended up winning, and they were all kind of mad about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, and they're not as smart as they think they are. No.
1: So. Have you ever read a Lord Byron poem? I don't think I have.
0: No. Or I probably did. I took a lot of poetry when I was an English major, so. I oh, have read I a Keats poem, it. which
1: is a, apparently Sleep is Nature's Balm, which Polidori says to Claire is a Keats quote. Mm. I was like, wow, mm. funny. Um, where are we at? Oh, 56 minutes. 56. What a clean, short episode. Do you have anything else to say? Um...
0: No, I think – I didn't really like this movie, <laughs> but that's – uh that's So it everything. is
1: free on Tubi if you have an hour and a half to kill. Um There are some, like, actual laugh out loud scenes in it. You do see Julian Sands' a little butt, but it is offensive and definite content warning for any victims of domestic abuse or, like, spousal partner abuse because, ew.
0: Because, ew. Um – Lord Byron, I hope you don't rest in peace.
1: Yeah, I hope Um, you're, like, wiggling around with leeches up your butt in your grave, bitch.
0: Yeah. The leeches were, I also, like, were any leeches harmed in the filming of this I think we, if
1: we find out, we're not going to be happy with the information we find out. So, let's not. Yeah. So um, um, next week we'll be covering at Maya's request, Hey Maya, um, The Night House, which I think is on HBO. I don't know what it's about. Uh-huh. Probably like, is it like, neither. like the lake house or something? Where that lady's not, writing I, lake only, letters to her dead husband.
0: The only thing I know uh, is that she wanted us to do it. That's well, for Maya, and that, she it, She said it was done. scary.
1: I thought this movie Um, was kind of scary because it just shows how depraved people are. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then on the Patreon, we have Nine Lives starring Paris Hilton going up shortly after my sweet, sweet husband edits it from Portugal, where he currently is. (laughs) And then we're doing Coraline after that, which I'm really excited about because I love that movie. Is that our first First... animated movie?
0: Yeah, first animated movie. Fun. Wow. Wow. They grow up
1: so fast. Uh, so, quick bit of trivia for you: there was a director cameo. He's the tour guide on the boat at the end of the movie. Thanks, Ken Russell. Shout out to you.
0: I don't remember that at all, but well, good for you.
1: Sounds like Rebecca's already wiped this movie from her memory, so nothing to do but wrap up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, uh, so fuck. Lord Byron, this week you are a stupid yeah. dick face, and nobody likes you, you bitch.
0: <laughs> some people like him, unfortunately. Oh, well, um, if you like Lord Byron, if any DM us and man tell us why. at a party ever tries to talk to you about poetry, just walk away. You're, if you can walk away. You can leave. You no, know what? You know, Your some time guy is more bar valuable is like, than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, try to talk to you about Lord Byron. Be like, uh, actually, I have diarrhea. I gotta go.
1: Yeah exactly Um, and you know what with me the chances of actually having diarrhea at that moment pretty good
0: pretty good you know we there's a lot of bad stuff in our diet um if you live in america so that's so true uh fuck homophobia Uh, And the depiction of, like, a tortured gay man who isn't allowed to um, express himself freely and have sex with whoever the fuck he wants to have sex with. Yep. Um, Fuck racist
1: depictions of other cultures and xenophobia, especially if it comes from a British person. Ew. Blech.
0: Um, Fuck... Reducing women to their motherhood um, and their ability to produce children.
1: Or their sluttiness.
0: Or sluttiness. Let Claire and her gigantic eyeballs fuck whoever she wants to.
1: One thing I do have to say, in the scene where Lloyd Byron is having sex with her, their tits are the and nipples are the exact same size. It was really funny.
0: Really? I yeah, Gabriel Byrne has like, like, he definitely uh, has like B-cups
1: rocking out in this movie
0: wow um yeah i don't i mean i think maybe i just yeah he's not attractive i don't know he's not you know when
1: i was a kid and i watched little women literally winona Ryder chooses him over christian bale and it has never made sense the casting of him in that that um role has never ever added up because he's not cute okay looking at this movie, why didn't you pop Julian Sands in there? He could have done a German accent. Come on. Gabriel Byrne, um, you're not cute. I'm sorry, man.
0: I was never, I mean, we talked about this. I was never a little woman person. It's, um,
1: it's I, there are specific movies that I hyper fixated on because I was allowed to watch them. So, like, if it had a PG yeah. rating and it came out between 1992 and 1999, like, I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, my sister loves little women. Shh is. It, wasn't he in like uh like some other like Jane, Jane Austen adaptation or something else that's like tra- targeted towards like horny smart, young ladies, young women, smart and horny young women?
1: Um, I don't remember. Let's check out his filmography. We got time. What are we doing? I don't
0: know. What do we have there going? There's so much. I don't know if we have time to. There, this is robust.
1: Oh, it is. Isn't it weird when you realize he's from Wales? What a time uh
0: portrait of a lady maybe mm.
1: Mm, midsummer Night's Dream I
0: don't know. maybe I am just Captain Corelli's Man. mandolin
1: that sounds familiar <laughs> oh my God you know what my biggest like horny moment for um Christian Bale is is the English dub of house Moving Castle Woo! The what? The English dub of Miyazaki's movie Howl's Moving Castle. <gasps> Rebecca, it's on HBO. You should watch it. Okay. All right. Well, we got to wrap up. We have things to do. I mean, I don't really, but I'm sure you do. I have do. to go to work. Uh, <laughs> so uh, remember that you can't shit upward. And, and remember to stay ugly.
0: And get fucked.
1: Aw, we love you guys so much. Thanks. Get fucked, babies. Bye.
0: 拜拜